Yo, welcome to Will the Sword Bible Challenge. I'm excited to be here today. Today is day seven. Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm a finisher. That is who I am. I, I, don't, I don't stop on the road. I keep going. There's so much to me. You remember that um, Proverbs 24.10? He said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. My strength is not small. I'm strengthened with strength in my inner man. Hallelujah. If you are here today, I'm excited. I congratulate you. It means you mean business. It means you love the Lord. You love his word. I want to encourage you. Do not stop. Even after this challenge, keep studying the Bible. Keep studying the Bible. And for also for those who just read, like read, 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 I want to encourage you. Before you start reading, you pray the prayer. Lord, open my understanding that I'm understand the scriptures. Let me tell you something. Everything you need is in the word. The Lord gave me a revelation some time ago. That's Psalm 23 verse 1. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, as I begin to read the scriptures, and the way we, we usually say is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want for shoe, I shall not want for food, I shall not want for com- com- accommodation, I shall not want for this, uh, for that. And the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. He said, do you think I'm making shoes in heaven? Do you think I'm making a mala in heaven? I say, so when you get to heaven and you see God doing something, so Lord, what are you doing? I'm making some amala. <laughs> for those of you who don't know amala, amala is a kind of native food for the Yorubas. <laughs> so God is not making Amala in heaven. Neither is he producing a shoe in heaven. Do you know what he's doing? He's manufacturing his word. Because in his word is everything. He said he sent forth his word and he delivered them. He sent forth his word and he healed them. He said, he said receive the word of what with weakness, which is able to save your soul. The word is able to save your soul. The word is able to save your soul. Acts 24, Acts 20, 32. He said, I commend you to the word and to the to the Lord and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Ha! The word is so powerful. The word is able to build us up. The word is able to save us so the word is able to heal us. He said, He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Who they who, who and forget not all his benefits? Say who they, who forgives all our sins, who delivers us from destruction, who renews our youth, he satisfies our mouth with good things, many things. Is just too much. Just from the word, I want you to bank on the on the possibility of the word. If you are believing God for healing, you are believing God for a new job. You are believing God for strength. Don't don't seek those things outside the word. Seek them in the word. As you begin to set the word, begin to believe God from your heart that you will be able to get the answers that God is giving you. There are answers in the word. There are revelations in the word, and God wants to give them to you. Somebody say, God wants to give them to me god wants to give them to me so once again i welcome you to build the soul bible challenge it's been an amazing time today is day seven and tomorrow is day eight praise god and tomorrow we'll be receiving our offerings praise god hallelujah and i want you to give generously i want you to give generously as you are led by god it's not compulsory it's not by force but it's 
what God wants you to do. And I believe you'll be blessed. I pray for you. Let me quickly pray for those who are believing God for their seed. I pray for you if you are listening to me and you are believing God for your seed. I command the money to come speedily. Money, I command you come now in the name of Jesus. I command the angels to bring forth the money, ministering spirit wherever the money is, go and bring it forth in the name of Jesus. Orchestrate situations and uh, arrangements you've already made so that the money can come in in the name of Jesus. Amen. When you bring your offering tomorrow, I will pray specially for you. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed by this um will this word i want you to send your testimony your testimonies to me we have what we call the will this word um, bible challenge there's a magazine every january like that so this year will be the volume three and i want your testimony to be there if you have testimonies and not if you have if you have been following this broadcast um the reading and then the summary you definitely have testimonies i'm telling you so if you want send your testimonies to me or send them to a group here send a comprehensive one we'd like to use it in the magazine praise the lord hallelujah all right today is a long read we're reading the book of first timothy and second timothy <laughs> yeah glory somebody say i'm able i'm able i'm able I'm able, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You're strengthening Jesus' name. As you read, don't look at the length, just ask for strength, all right? Let me show you a few things in the book of Timothy, Timothy, Timothy. Also, for those of you who like to study your Bible and say, I want to know more about my Bible, I have a book called Will the Sword. And Will the Sword is a book that helps you to a study of the word and i believe it will be a great blessing to you send me a dm to get a copy or send your group leaders a dm to get a copy praise the lord should i help you run through the book of timothy such a powerful book such a beautiful book god is so faithful everything we need he has already put in the world that's why people that say i'm busy i don't have time to study the world the world is not for less busy people it's not for people who don't have things to do it's for people who are intentional and want to do it hallelujah praise god all right let me start from first timothy chapter one verse two he said to timothy a true son in faith hallelujah one of the things we kept hammering on is the word faithfulness and we're going to see it in the book of timothy once again he said a true son in the faith that is someone that has been faithful let me tell you something god does not just count talents because he's the one that gave it to you he's not impressed by your talent oh i can sing singing this is in the spirit now <laughs> okay let me look for his son i will sing your ah this is my voice you know Risho. <laughs> let me look for a one i can sing oh you're so god is not is not moved by your talent he's not moved by your skills he's moved by your faithfulness faithfulness is what is required for as a steward of god and we're going to be looking at it majorly in the book of um, timothy but let me move on there's um first timothy we're still looking at first timothy first timothy chapter one verse three he said i heard you when i went into the macedonia <laughs> i hope i get the pronoun i got the pronunciation right macedonia remain in ephesus that you may charge some that teach that okay that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine nor give 
heed to fables and endless genealogies which cause disputes rather than godly edification which is in faith hallelujah he said now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart from a conscience from a sincere faith from which some have strayed have turned aside to idle talk desiring to be teachers of the law understanding nothing understanding nothing what uh, understanding either what they say nor the things which they affirm praise the lord one of the things we have to be careful as believers is wrong doctrine wrong doctrine and that's the reason why studying your bible helps you the bible says in that ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 it said you not be children no longer being tossed to and fro you understand one of the reasons why you are tossed to and fro is because you are not rooted and grounded in the world let me give you some of the wrong doctrines that are going by some people say there is no more resurrection that we are going to inherit the earth you know these are wrong doctrine the bible is clear he said after death is judgment it is appointed for man to die once and after death is judgment some people believe in reincarnation you die and then you go and go to another town you go to texas and you start living that is not scriptural it is appointed for man to die once and after death is judgment let me give you another doctrine that flies around we have the doctrine of we have doctrine of okay there was um different doctrines okay let me give you another doctrine another doctrine is they say is that oh there is no heaven there is heaven no and there is hell you are either going to heaven or you are going to hell if you miss heaven you won't miss hell if you miss hell you won't miss heaven somebody said this they said if you get to heaven i'm not there you are not in heaven <laughs> so people have this idea of paradise there is no more paradise are you listening <laughs> there is no more paradise before jesus came was where there was something called abraham's bosom that's where everyone that died in christ went to but as jesus resurrected hallelujah and he matter to heaven he said who is the king of glory who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty the king of glory say lift up your head O ye gates and be lifted up everlasting doors that the king of glory may come in who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty is the king of glory you know in that psalm 24 one of the things is that the 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 Dave, david wrote that psalm prophetically and he was talking about jesus that gate was the gate to heaven as soon as jesus took the keys of of the of death from the devil and he started coming he came with all the saints and he opened that door once and for all and that was the way to heaven do you understand so there is no more paradise another thing i another doctrine is we are serving the same god there is only one way to god the bible is clear john 14 6 it says jesus is the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me and in first john he says he who denies the son denies the father the truth is that we are not serving the same god if anyone does not believe in jesus christ then he doesn't have access to god if anyone doesn't believe that jesus christ died and he resurrected on the third day then he does not he does not what he doesn't believe he doesn't have the father it's clear you see we have to be careful of this subtle wrong perversion they come in subtly they come in subtly and we have to be careful we have to begin to get those things in the world another different doctrines and that doctrine is once saved forever saved that once you are saved you are forever saved no sir 
you once saved is not forever saved you can lose your salvation if you don't continue in the doctrine which you have been taught yeah you can you you can you yourself can go back deny the faith i'm telling you so you have to keep he said that hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 he says take it for the things you have heard take it for the things you have heard take it a kid because it's so possible let me tell you something backsliding is the easiest thing now that you've done this challenge in january some people are going to be tempted they won't even read their bible throughout the year again no you begin to take it i'm telling you pressure you pressurize yourself if there's a word like that you 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 pressurize yourself to do the right thing to study the bible to pray praise the lord hallelujah so many wrong doctrines there are also doctrines of um sin some small sins and big sins sin is sin the sin of lying the sin of lying the sin that sin of fornication the real sin that even takes one to hell is the sin of not being born again he said john 16 verse 8 he said i will convict the world of sin of sin i'll convict the world of righteousness and of judgment he said of sin because they do not believe in the name of the son the only the the the, 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 the sin that takes one to hell is the sin of not believing in the name of the lord so people can be moralistic they don't fornicate they don't do others but if they don't believe in the name of the only son they cannot go to heaven praise the lord so these doctrines are things we have to we have to be very very mindful of praise god i've taken so much time on that but i believe that blessed you so far praise the lord okay let me run let me run let me run let me run okay what is idle talk i read something about idle talk let me read it for you um idle talk is idle talk means words he says the the, the mm, what do you call it now the hebrew meaning is agos it means inactive unfruitful barren lazy unprofitable why do words are words you are not sure of they are words that you don't mean so it says we should be careful don't say i'm coming when you are not coming praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah let me move let me move let me run 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 let me run 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 okay um let's go to verse 12 let's go to verse 12 of um first timothy 1 first timothy 1 he says i thank god i thank christ jesus our lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful did you see the word faithful appearing again he counted me faithful faithful is the word what is faithfulness let's let's dig it down a little bit faithfulness is stained with what god has told you to do and until he tells you to stop you keep doing it even though it's not bringing the kind of results that you need faithfulness is staying true to your word because you gave your word and you go ahead and do all of that faithfulness is studying the bible as much as you can daily praying and giving evangelism and loving even those people are not responding faithfulness is taking the assignment that god is giving you not likely and doing it with all of your heart that is faithfulness so he said he said something he said he counted me faithful are you faithful are you a faithful believer are you a faithful laborer glory to god i'm faithful somebody say i'm faithful i'm faithful if you are faithful you finish this challenge uh-huh. if you are not if you don't finish this challenge that faithfulness will strike it out you will go and receive another faithfulness again just joking about that all right let me read for you verse 18 okay it says this charge i commit to you son timothy 
according to the prophecies previously made concerning you that by them you wage a good warfare how do you wage a good warfare knowing the promises holding on to the prophecies so there are people you're listening to me you've had so many prophecies one of the things you need to do is to wage a good war remember those prophecies and keep bringing it in remembers to god praying lord you promised me color you said i will see the colors of ministry thank you lord jesus because i receive it i see it happening in my life hallelujah praise god that's very 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 important verse 19 said having a good having faith and a good conscience which some have rejected concerning the faith have suffered suffered shipwreck for some people when they say they are believing god for things they are not really believing god according to what god wants they are just believing god according to their greed so when you say you believe in god for things make sure it's the one that allowed you it's the one that told you to believe him for this if not you just be covetous greedy all right um, all right, let me move to verse 2. It says, Therefore, I exhort you first of all that supplication and prayers, intercession, giving thanks be made for all men, for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and reference. One of the things you have to do is to make sure you pray for our leaders. Yes, you don't like the person. But we keep praying for them. We keep praying for them. We pray for all men. Pray for your parents. Pray for your siblings. Pray for as many people as you can pray for. Praise God. I'll move straight to verse 3. Say, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. The first time I read this scripture, I said, Ah, Lord, you have told God, all men. You too, you know that not all men will be saved. Ah, but that is God's desire. That is God's huge goal. Are you going to partner with him? Are you going to partner with him to do that? How do you do that? Tell people about Jesus. Give them a book. Send them a message and follow them up. They, re- they listen to it. Send them a magazine and follow them up there. We keep preaching the gospel. Remember, it is faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have to run now. All right. In your groups, make sure you discuss two 8 to 12. I want you to discuss it as you read it. Let me move to verse 3, um, chapter 3, sorry. Um, 1 Timothy 3 started talking about um, what the uh, qualifications for the office of a bishop. The office of a bishop is the office of a pastor, alright? So these are the qualifications. So if there's somebody that desires to be a pastor, these are the qualifications. He said a bishop must be blameless, husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, teachable, not given to wine, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not conventious, one who rules his own house, having his own children in submission in reference. For if a man does not rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Hallelujah. Say not a novice, lest he be puffed up with pride, he may lead, fall into some condemnation as a devil. Hallelujah. Praise God. These are the requirements of a pastor. So if somebody says, I want to be a pastor, just give them that. Alright? There are also the qualifications of a, of a deacon. They are there. Praise God. I want to read for us something very crucial. Verse, um, let me start from verse uh, 14. Say, these things I write to you. Hallelujah. These things I write to you. Though if I'm delayed, I write it so 
I write it that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which in the church, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. One of the things you have to know about church, church is the pillar and ground of truth. Hallelujah. Church is the pillar and ground of truth. After you get born again and speaking to the next important thing you need to do is the church you attend. And many people play with this. They are sentimental about it. I'm in the choir. I'm the choir coordinator. I'm the kinikon. I'm the... Uh, it's my mom's church. That's the church my daddy got born again. All those things are little compared to the fact that you need a church. Can you pray this prayer and say, Lord, show me the church I need to attend. Help me to see it. Some of you need to pray that prayer and God will help you. And when we're talking about spiritual good, one of the major things you need for a spiritual good is the church you attend. Is the church you attend. And the Lord will help you. Open your eyes of understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, let me move from verse 4. Verse 4, um, chapter 4 now. I'll just read for you one verse. It said that, now the Spirit expressly says that in the later times, some would depart from the faith giving heed to the saving spirit and doctrine of demons, speaking lies in the, in the prophecy, having their own conscience seared with hot iron. Praise the Lord. One of the things you have to know is that you keep watching those doctrines. If you have said it before, because the people will be depart. People will depart. People will, people will want, people will, 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 will want to, you know, be sentimental about these things. No, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. I'll run round to verse 12. He said, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Verse 13. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation and doctrine. Some of you have to make up your mind that you're going to give attention to reading. Reading is a very, 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 very important thing in the school of the world, in the school of growth. If you want spiritual growth, then you have to. Some of you need to pray because we were trained to just read for academics, trained to read for only things that we think is necessary. But studying the Bible, giving attention to reading, we have to do it. Very, 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 very important. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me run down to verse 5. Verse 5 says, chapter 5, sorry, chapter 5, 1 Timothy 5, 5. Say, do not rebuke an older man. All right, praise God. <laughs> I hope I'm not boring. Are you enjoying this? Glory. If you're enjoying this, say hallelujah. Say, do not rebuke an older man, but exalt him as a father, younger man as brothers. You know, this is one of the older women as mothers, younger women as sisters with all purity. This is one of the things in the Christian body that we have to embrace is cautiousness, is respect, is helping people and correcting people in love. Hallelujah. That's very crucial. And from the verse 3 downward, from 3 to 18 or 16, it still talks about how to honor the widow. I'll run to honoring our elders. Let me read for you 1 Timothy 5 17. Say, Let the elders who rule well be counted honor, worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his wages. One of the things we have to do as believers is to honor our teachers. 
honor our pastors um on one of the groups yesterday someone was talking about how the lord says uh, and how that first honor talks about honoring those who, who teach you the word honor is the code honor is the code there are people that um, they don't believe they, they, they keep ridiculing pastors and um let me say this pastors are doing a lot to keep this nation in a good shape there are many people that will be in prisons if not the word of god that they hate there are many people that will be dead if not the word of god that they hate there are many people that are doing well they are not stealing they are not in crime just because of the word of god they hate pastors are doing a lot of work and it is your job to honor them it is your job to honor them especially those he said especially those who who labor in the word and doctrine praise the lord i'm I'm excited about that and one of the things i want you to know is that as you honor these people honor will follow you honor will follow you hallelujah and i also want to say this once you have um your pastors in the house you honor the pastor and his wife you honor the two of them honor them honor them it's important of course honor is not just a good money you prostrate you honor with money you honor with your words you honor with your time yeah you honor with your time uh-huh don't when you say a pastor i'm coming to see you don't just come anytime you treat them because you know they are laboring in the world do you understand i'm coming by this time if you are not going to come you let them know do you understand uh-huh but god will give open our eyes of understanding in jesus name all right first timothy 6 now chapter 6 Chapter 6 also goes ahead and talks about honoring our masters. That's our boss. I think this is something we've not looked into. And God will give us understanding. So you read this and you begin. One of the things I want to encourage you is that if you're working somewhere, give a gift to your boss. Give a gift to your boss. Sometimes it's recharge card. Honor them. Honor them. Give a gift. They're paying you salary. They're using you. They're doing it. The more you complain, the more you get less from that workplace. Praise the Lord. And... Um, Verse 3 also still talks about doctrine. Anyone, if anyone teaches otherwise um, and does not consent to wholesome words, every word of Christ and the doctrine which is according to godliness. So one of the things we have to do is to make sure that we don't work with people who keep speaking down about the work of God, about the word of God. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me run, let me run, let me run. Verse 6. 6-6 six, six, say now godliness with content is green king one of the major things we have to do as believers is to be content we are happy now it's not like we don't desire more but we are grateful to god for where we are and what we have you know yesterday i going to thank god for all the provision he sent me for honoring me for helping me for strengthening me for the people he gave me i'm telling you it's just very 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 powerful and um, that greed um, it is is if we are not content then we we are greedy hallelujah praise god okay so you go to the book of first timothy i believe it will be a blessing to you let me just show you one or two verses in second timothy because of our time second timothy chapter one verse um verse second timothy chapter one now it talks about um a beloved son again a beloved son again and then let me show you verse verse uh, okay he said verse 3 said thank god myself with pure conscience as my forefather did without season i remember you my prayers day and night and if you it says okay yeah this is what i'm looking for verse 5 when i call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you what is genuine faith pure faith faith without doubt faithfulness 
faith without skill. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Then let me move down to verse um, 10. Verse 10. I hope this is blessing you. It says, But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and and immortality to life let me um there's something in hebrews chapter 2 hebrews chapter 2 that says you see what jesus did is not a small thing one of the things he did is that he abolished death glory to god he abolished what did i say he abolished death hallelujah somebody say he abolished death ah that's a strong thing the lord abolished death Jesus abolished death. Somebody say he abolished death. One can't swear. One burning. And and you see, death is does no longer have a, a, a privilege. <laughs> Glory to God. He said that Hebrews 2. He said, Who through the who who defeated the one who had the power of death, who is the devil? And that's what Jesus Christ came to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright, let me go run to Verse, okay, verse 13 also talks about hold fast the pattern of sand word which you have heard from me in faith and in love. So that is another thing we have to do. He said, That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. It's the Holy Spirit that will help you to keep these things. 2 2 also says, We see that faithfulness again. Say, And the things which you have heard from me among many reasons, commit this to faithful men which will able to teach others praise the lord hallelujah faithful men do you see that again i want to ask you a question one more time are you faithful are you faithful are you faithful praise the lord and there's something also powerful in that verse too it talks about a soldier endure say you must endure hardship as a good soldier of christ no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affair of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier he said and also if anyone competes in athlete let him in athlete he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules so what's the rule faithfulness what's the rule love What's the rule? Faithfulness. What's the rule? Love. Hallelujah. Glory. Then let me run to verse chapter 3. It talks about perilous times. Hallelujah. Perilous times will come and these are the things that people will be doing. And you know one of the things that struck me is actually verse um, verse 4. But I'm reading. Let me quickly read. It says, Traitors, headstrong, haughty lovers of the rather than lovers of God. He said, Having a form of godliness but denying its power. I think that's verse 5 now. Having a form of godliness. How do you have a form of godliness? You know the word, but you are not acting the word. You know the word, but you are not obeying the word. You are denying the power of the word. Praise God. Verse 16. Verse 16 says, All scriptures is given by his expression of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. In righteous one of the ways i say it is when you study the bible there are four things you must get it's in my book will this one number one you must get reproof doctrine that's teaching understanding how it goes you must get doctrine reproof correction and instruction hallelujah say that the man of god may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work praise the lord and then chapter four the four it says verse two first second timothy four two Pray the word be ready in season and out of season. Convince, convince, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering 
and teaching. Praise the Lord. I hope this blessed you. First Timothy is such a powerful book. Make sure you read through. Make sure you read through. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for everyone listening to me today. Thank you because your word is true. Thank you because your word will gain root in their heart in the name of Jesus. I bind discouragement. I bind confusion. I bind worry. I bind fear. I command peace in the heart of everyone listening to me today in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's someone listening to me today. You've had so much worry on a job. Don't worry. Just put your heart on God. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. Though it's legal, but you still have to be, uh, you still have to be, uh, you still have to put your faith in Jesus. So I want to encourage you today. If you're looking for a job, put your faith on Jesus. Begin to put your heart in the word. And there's also people listening to me today. You're worried. When will the man come? The Bible says he that will come will come and will not tarry. You just believe in the Lord your God and he will do that which only him can do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for strengthening everyone listening to me and helping them throughout today, even and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hope you were blessed by this podcast. I want you to tell me how blessed you are. Send a message on your group and say, this podcast blessed me. This is the way it is. Praise God. So today we'll be having Telegram Life. So we'll have a discussion. How has it been? What did you learn? And all of that. We'll send the link to your group and I'll see you then. Hallelujah. It will be quite late in the evening. Praise the Lord. I love you so much. I want you to know that God is interested in giving you his word. God is interested in letting you know him even through his word. Praise God. Remember, I have a book with this word. If you want to know more how to study your Bible, send me a DM and it will be a great blessing to you. I love you so much and I'll see you tomorrow. Glory. Hallelujah. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed day.